Thank you for downloading the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. You can find more helpful advice at focusonthefamily.com slash parentingpodcast. I think we all intuitively know that the words, I love you, can make all the difference in our lives, especially as parents when we speak, I love you to our kids on a regular basis. I love you. I love you. They, they can kind of see that in us, and then they kind of carry that with them. They have a confidence and a sense of belonging. I'm John Fuller, along with Danny Huerta. He heads up our parenting and youth department here at Focus on the Family. And Danny, it is so important for us as moms and dads to affirm our love for our children. What are some ways beyond words that we can let them know, hey, I really do love you? Well, it's important to keep in mind the words that we use and and thinking through, are are my words life-giving? So make sure you don't, it's not just I love you, it can be thank you, I appreciate you, you're a good leader, observing who they are. So your words have a a large space to bring I love you into the mix. And we have a a sample there for you, a download of life-giving word examples. I use that with when I'm talking about the seven traits and the idea of modeling respect in your home. And so check that out. And we've got the link uh, in the episode notes. It's a great list. I've seen it. I really appreciate it. And um, Danny, thanks for putting that together. Yeah, John, other ways that the parents can show love is through time, mm-hmm. prioritizing time. How am I going to, am I going to spend time with you? Am I going to carve out my schedule to be with you? Uh, am I paying attention to what you're saying? Uh, am I remembering things that are important to you? Am I prioritizing you? Those are ways to show I love you. Maybe a surprise. You mm-hmm. may have a child that loves those little surprises. Be creative as a parent. You can show I love you in many different ways uh, beyond words. And uh, make sure you use the words and these other things. As yeah, you're plus saying, up I love those you. words. Yes. Yeah. Well, let's go ahead and hear now from Dr. David Clark. He's an author and licensed psychologist, always a great broadcast guest. He sat down with Focus President Jim Daly and me and shared some additional tips for helping your child feel loved. From the child's perspective, what does love look like mm-hmm. at different stages? Let's talk about the early years, those 8 to 10, 12-year-old years, and then the teen years. Time is so important for a child. Even a young child, it, it love is measured in time, the time you spend with them doing what they want to do. I'll bring up the Barbie thing, even though it's traumatizing to me. <laughs> My three little girls wanted to play Barbies, Emily, Leanne, and Nancy. I held the line on the Barbie thing for years, and then somebody else, I think it was a grandparent, gave them a Barbie, and the gates were opened. <laughs> Let's play Barbies, Daddy. You know what? But that, that was love. That's what they wanted to do. And, and that's what did how that look like? It was so frustrating to you, oh, obviously. You, you walk into the big clubhouse, big place in the back of our home, and there'll be a pile of 45 naked Barbies <laughs> because they have to be clothed. You spend 20 minutes clothing Barbie. You think it'd be a piece of cake because she's anorexically thin. <laughs> it's not true. Barbie's clothes are thinner than Barbie. <laughs> it's like, are you kidding? <laughs> Tugging on a pair of pants and a shirt, and it's all, oh, you look good in that, Barbie. That doesn't meet your complexion. All the Barbies have the same complexion. No, no, I think you're more of a spring. Seriously? I have to change. But all that was about loving them. And the Barbies get together and we decide what to do. Uh, let's go to the beach. Let's do this. We're all talking and connecting. And they love doing And this that. is you playing with your three daughters. And, On the floor. And it's all verbal. Yes. The blonde <laughs> was nowhere in sight. This was her break. <laughs> Great. 
She might have given the Barbie. I don't know. So this will be an hour, an hour and a half of just playing and talking. And I can't get Barbie. You can't get Barbie shoes on. I'm just here to tell you. They're incredibly small. And you can only find one shoe. Well, they have to match. Even little girls know that. That's a brown shoe and that's a green shoe, Daddy. I said, who cares? We're not going out. <laughs> no, no, they have to. And so we talk and it was fun. And they felt love because Dad was going to do that. Yeah, chit-chat, chit-chat. But oh. now your son comes along. What did he do with the Barbies? <laughs> Threw them across the room? He would tear their heads off and burn them. <laughs> I know, it's true, isn't <laughs> it? He's not going to do that. We didn't even do the G.I. Joe thing. Yeah, go G.I. Joe. It was out there, and we were just, it was all sports with William. Activity. He's loved sports. He's a great golfer, tennis player. We did that for years. Yes. Worked out well because I'm a golfer myself. And you've hit it for those stages. I mean, being engaged, spending time is what you said. And that time then is what they want to do with you, right? Right. That's what you're saying. Don't do yeah. what you want to do. Do what they want yeah. to do. I had a dad in my office a few weeks ago, and he has got a teenage boy. And the teenage boy loves to fish. The dad hates to fish. He's always hated. I said, I don't care what you think or what you feel. You're taking your son fishing. That's his thing. I can't. A couple of years of that, will that kill you? You do what he wants to do. I want I... to play golf. No, your son hates golf. Don't do that. It's yeah. just common sense. You, you, you sacrifice. Meet your kid where they're, where they're at. Right. Yeah. Whatever they want to do. No, that's really good. You also describe that parenting three steps. So describe for us what that is. It all is about relationship. First step of parenting, the parenting one step is we, we're going to build, we're going to meet these five needs in your child's life. Love, respect, competence, spirituality, and independence. And when you do that, you're going to have a successful child. I'm convinced of it because it worked for our kids and many hundreds of parents I've seen in my practice. The second parenting two-step is when you meet those needs, you're building the relationship. Most important thing, when they hit all along, when they hit teens, that relationship is vitally important to navigate them through all the horrible stuff Satan has for them to sample. And then the final three-step, parent three-step, is when you've done those first two steps, you're effective. Hmm. You're going to be an effective parent and your efforts are going to pay off. And they're going to listen to you when you really need them to listen to you. Well, that's really good. And that's all in the book, which is really helpful. Uh, you also ask or suggest that you ask three questions uh, of yourself, your child, and your parenting team when it comes to your relationship with each child. Uh, what are those questions? And this is tough. We did this way back in the day because it felt like the right thing to do. you got to get the feedback. Number one, what, you know, how am I doing in this relationship, building the relationship with you? What am I doing right? Yeah. And hopefully that, well, dad, you're doing this, you're doing that. If it's the child or of course the blonde always knew she knows everything. She's with them all day long. <laughs> she's, she's way totally, ahead of you. Oh, she totally. So I would ask her, honey, and, she, and I would take her advice every time because she just knows women just know the moms know she might not be able to be the one to do it. I'm the dad, but she can let me know what to do. So what am I doing right? Second, of course, what am I doing wrong? I'm open to feedback. That's a real man or a real mom, real woman who will ask that question. Uh, what am I doing that's hurting our relationship? Children know when they have permission to say, they might yeah. just tell you. Or even close friends. I want to ask Bob Johns. Uh, we, would, we used to go to Havana Villa, just this dive that had the, the best Cuban sandwiches in town. And he knew the kids. He'd interact with them. And so he'd give me great advice. Dave, I'm telling you, I would do this, I would do that. He's got a couple of great boys, and I'd give him, yeah, I'd give him advice that really helped. And even more helpful, don't do this. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, really. Stop doing that. Or don't, I tried that, it didn't work. Yeah. And then the third question is, you know, on an ongoing basis, I tell me, when you catch me doing something I shouldn't be doing, uh, or it's not helping, t please tell me, because I don't want to make a mistake. Yeah. And I also would put in there, when I'm doing something right, you know, let me know. Give me some feedback. That's good. You know, one thing I did, Dave, which was really helpful, is when the boys were bringing their report cards home, I created a little daddy report card for them. I had like seven things oh, to I like it. That. Yeah, it was really good. And I just asked them, you know, 
A to F, have I spent enough time with you in this last semester? Have we laughed enough together? Have I taught you something that you need to know, like changing a tire or something? And then spiritually, have I taught you about God in a way that has drawn you closer to him? Those are kind of the questions I would ask. The lowest grade I ever got was a C, <laughs> which was time together. It Not was bad. a busy a busy period, but mostly yeah. it's B's and A's. But I just thought it opened up the dialogue. That's what you're driving at. It, right. it begins to open up discussion between you and your right. children about how you're doing as yeah. a father or a mother. True. And even to ask the question of a child is an indication, I love you. Yeah. I love you enough. I'm open to whatever you'll tell me. And yeah. kids respond to that. Hey, David, as we close uh, today, and I want to come back next time and keep the dialogue going. We've got more of those five uh, things that children need. We've covered love, one of them, but let's come back next time and cover the other four. But uh, as we close out, speak to that parent who feels overwhelmed. I'm thinking of that mom that is so stressed out. Dad is checked out. And she's trying to carry this big load. And that may be exactly where you're at as a listener. What can they do to begin to form that solid relationship with each child individually? What advice do you have for them? Well, I'd say, first of all, boy, join the club. Sandy and I, at many times during parenting, were overwhelmed. We're not getting this done. It doesn't look good. And you, you worry so much because how they turn out means everything to you. Yeah. So you embrace that, but at the same time, you make it a matter of prayer. And I think having a plan, I've got a plan in the book, it works. You've got to follow a clear plan. All the principles are biblical, and you will carry the day. There's times when you don't think you will, but you will carry the day. They will turn out okay. It's always good as a parent to have a plan, but um, sometimes during the teen years, Danny, you've got to kind of adjust the plan in terms of how you... Uh, foster the relationship and show your kids you love them, right? Oh, yes. And that can even be, like we've mentioned before, correcting your your child. That is a very loving thing to do. So don't feel bad doing that. But it's about showing that you are prioritizing your schedule and time. This isn't about disengaging, but about uh, making those bids for connection uh, with your kids, being invited into their lives, uh, and, and then having those invitations created for you to spend time together, doing activities together. Uh, recently, my daughter has gotten into acrobatic silks, and she asked me to climb up the silk, you know, and, and to do it together. And that was such That's a, a funny gymnastic kind of thing. It is, right? it is. And so she showed me, "Here, Dad, try this move," and and it just come on, come on, come on. And so I said, "Hey, let's have fun. I'll do it if I get hurt." You know, there there are hospitals out there, <laughs> and so we, uh, I I did that, and that meant so much to her. And she said, "Dad, let's do it again. We, we could do a show together." I said, "Well." We just did one, right? That's that's good. But I showed interest in something she loves. Mm -hmm. And then my son, we made a ring together recently. I've put him in charge recently of our weightlifting program at home. So he leads us on some exercises, and I join him. I'm getting in good shape doing that and uh, playing basketball with him. We take walks. My daughter's been learning to drive, and she'll say, Dad, can we go for a drive? Absolutely. Let's go. Let's go find a, a place to drive as she accumulates her hours. Now, I, I want to be careful here, Danny, because there are parents who are saying, oh, well, I'm so glad you can do all that. Yeah. But there's an opportunity cost, right? You're, you're saying no to some things to make a yes happen for your teens. Explain that a little bit. When we squeeze it in. I mean, some of those things take 10 minutes. Like, we'll do a 10-minute workout, and we'll say, hey, that's doable. Yeah, we're all super busy. And as you know, John, I've been trying to navigate school, this, yeah. and a private practice in my family, and we took in a child into our home. Uh, life is busy, and the priorities show up with that extra time we've got. And uh, we waste a lot of time as 
families, I'll be the first one to say, sometimes either perusing the phone or uh, or maybe watching some television or, or other things. And that's not all in any way bad. It's just the prioritization of where do I want to spend my time? This time is short. The teenage years go super fast. Mm-hmm. And it's going to take a lot of intentionality on your part to, to step into those quick moments. Even if it's a 10-minute a, a moment of cooking together, you're doing something uh, together, and it doesn't have to be elaborate. It can even be a walk around the block to just talk and connect. Uh, when you're driving, everybody puts their phones down, and you say, I just want to know what's going on in your world. Uh, let's, let's take this drive. Let's just extend the drive for another five minutes mm-hmm. because I want to— I just want to know how things are going. Yeah, because another five minutes gets us to the ice cream shop. <laughs> That's right. There you go. It's some ice cream or a say, smoothie. Say yes where you can and just recognize that, as as Danny has observed, it goes by really quickly. And there are moments when your teen is not going to want to talk to you at all. Mm-hmm. So if they say, hey, can we throw the football? Or, hey, do you, can we shop for something? Say yes if you can. Uh, those are precious moments. Well, Dr. David Clark certainly has given us uh, some great uh, common sense advice about uh, the tough parts of parenting. His book is called Parenting is Hard and Then You Die, a fun but honest look at raising kids of all ages right. And uh, in addition to the wisdom we've heard from Danny, I'll encourage you to get a copy of Dr. David Clark's book, and we're making that available as our thank you gift when you join the support team. Help Focus on the Family reach out and continue to produce great resources and support families at whatever stage in the parenting journey you're at. Uh, Donate today, either a monthly gift or a one-time pledge, and we'll send a copy of that book to you. It's uh, our way of saying thank you for helping build stronger families. Donate when you call 800-A-FAMILY or stop by the episode notes for more details. Next time, advice for teaching your kids important values like respect and kindness. And for now, on behalf of Danny and the entire team, thanks for listening to the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. Mm